Good morning, it's Wednesday the 20th of April, it's World Banana Day. Happy birthday, Jessica Lang, George Turkey, Andy Serkis and Shay Given. Russia's new assault on Ukraine continued on Tuesday with heavy assaults by artillery leading to the fall of the Ukrainian city of Kremlin, which had a population of about 18,000 people in the eastern Donbass region. Time appears to be running out for Ukrainian troops in Mariupol as Russia has issued another deadline for surrender and the Ukrainian Marine commander has pleaded for extraction to a safe location on Facebook as they're outnumbered 10 to 1. Ukrainian President Zelensky continued to call for more heavy weaponry and more sanctions on Russia on a call with European leaders. He also addressed the nation and said that Russia was effectively demilitarizing itself with every missile they fire as sanctions mean they won't be able to refill their arsenal. The Russian army is not slowing down the use of missiles against Ukraine, although it should have realized it will be extremely difficult for it to restore the missile arsenal given even already imposed sanctions. There's some unexpected support too for Ukraine as US media commentator and former United States Navy veteran Malcolm Nance who had been working in Ukraine announced that he was in fact signed up with Ukraine's foreign legion. The more I saw of the war going on, the more I thought, I'm done talking. So about a month ago, I joined the International Legion here in Ukraine, and I am here to help this country fight what essentially is a war of extermination. Tuesday saw Ireland's Minister for Foreign Affairs address the UN Security Council after his recent visit to Ukrainian's capital Kiev and the town of Bucha. He sounded genuinely shocked by the destruction and death that he saw. There was nothing fabricated about what I witnessed. I stood at the edge of one of the mass graves where the work of carefully exhuming bodies continued. 503 civilians had been identified at that stage and just four soldiers. Men, women and children who were not combatants, yet who appeared to have been deliberately killed in a brutal manner, some cases after being tortured. And Simon Coveney was giving his full support from Ireland for the Ukrainian people and called for an immediate end to the Russian attacks. Ireland cannot and will not remain silent while this senseless and devastating war continues. And neither should any member of this council. This is a war of choice and it can end immediately if President Putin so decides. Tuesday saw another Boris Johnson apology in the House of Commons as the aftermath of the first fine for Partygate rolls on. On the 12th of April, I received a fixed penalty notice relating to an event in Downing Street on the 19th of June 2020. I paid the fine immediately and I offered the British people a full apology. And I take this opportunity on the first available sitting day to repeat my wholehearted apology to the House. He also denied misleading the House in his previous statements, but he will now have to face a vote on Thursday to see if his behaviour should be referred to a parliamentary committee. Knowingly misleading Parliament is a resigning offence under government rules. However, bar a backbench rebellion, it's unlikely that the opposition will win the vote. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer wasn't holding back, though. What a joke. But the damage is already done. The public have made up their mind. They don't believe a word the Prime Minister says. They know what he is. 
As Easter holidays continue, teacher conferences are in full swing and there's one main topic on everybody's mind. The cost of living and the need for pay rises as teachers struggle with the current rate of inflation. Education Minister Norma Foley says that the government has begun a process of review but didn't have any firm promises for the unions. Higher Education Minister Simon Harris though was calling for a full public sector pay deal. We need a new agreement that will underpin pay for public servants and we need it by the end of the year. And that, President, is my response to many of your requests today in relation to how we address the cost of living. Let's have that discussion about how we hammer out a pay deal for public servants before the end of the year. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Johnny Depp takes the stand and Camilla Cabello is under the spotlight. Right after this. Welcome back. Man United faced Liverpool on Tuesday night without Cristiano Ronaldo as their striker mourns the death of his newborn son. Fans from both sides paid their respects seven minutes into the game and Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp also had words of sympathy. All our thoughts from the moment on when we heard about it were with Cristiano and his family and I cannot even imagine how it must be and um, we really feel for it. On the pitch, Liverpool comfortably won 4-0, which puts them for now at least on top of the Premier League table. Man United's interim manager, Ralph Ragnick, had a pretty brutal assessment of where his team is at. They just showed what kind of calibre there are. Right now, we are not up for it. We are not good enough to get points in a game like uh, against Liverpool. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's defamation trial was back in session in Virginia on Tuesday. He's suing her over an article in the Washington Post where she described herself as a victim of domestic abuse. She's counter-suing him. He took the stand for the first time on Tuesday to say that he has never hit a woman and described his own upbringing and the abuse he suffered at the hands of his mother. She was quite violent and she was quite cruel. There was physical abuse, which could be in the form of an ashtray being flung at you, hit you in the head or... You'd get beat with a high-heeled shoe or a telephone or whatever's handy. Now that the worst of the pandemic has passed, there's nowhere to hide anymore for poor innocent celebrities who are being swept into James Corden's Range Rover and forced to sing for their supper. His latest guest, possibly on her way home from Coachella, was Camilla Cabello. And not only did she have to sing, somewhat weirdly, there was also a guy with a lie detector in the back seat. So James wanted to know all the details about Camilla's romantic life since her breakup with Shawn Mendes. Since becoming single... I don't know why I said yes to Have you slid romantically into any DMs? I'll say... uh, Okay, I'll say no. I'll say no on on a technicality. That's a lie. (laughs) This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.